This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we talk about the yoni, which is another word for vagina, how to make the vagina happy, how to talk about kinks and fantasies, and how to communicate your own kinks and fantasies to the women in your life. It is an amazing episode with the kink shrink that you are absolutely going to love. So keep listening. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, along with the other hosts that you love, Marnie Kinris. We're both from our websites, winggirlmethod.com and kristenandchill.com. And today we have a phone ringing, but we also have an intimacy coach. Yes. We're going to listen in on a phone call today, people. That's the whole <laughs> podcast. Yeah, <laughs> That's our new music, our intro music. Yeah. So we have an intimacy coach as well as a sex and kink positive coach. She's both. She's very well-rounded. Leah Holmgren. Leah, thanks for doing our show today. And I am semi-scared about what we're going to talk about with the kink stuff. But Marnie, I know, is going to be totally into it. (laughs) You know I'm pumped for this conversation because Leah is the kink shrink, which I absolutely love. So Leah, welcome to the show, number one. And tell us a little bit about being a kink shrink. What does that mean? Who are you? I want to hear all about this. I think it's fascinating. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This is very exciting. Yeah. I love kinky conversations. Me too. <laughs> Kristen's yeah. like so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> and I know how it happened. I just got the name from media, I guess. They named me like, the, I think you posted that about three years ago. I love it. And just because I work with couples, they have certain issues around kinky sexuality and they're trying to figure out how to manage those. And that's why I feel comfortable to work with these people. And I think it's important to have some kink in our lives. Me too. So that's what I do. And that's why they named me that way. I love it. So wait, why is it important to have some kink in your lives? Why can't people just have like straight missionary sex and be satisfied? They can, but I think that they will get bored eventually, you know? Yeah, I think so too. You know, it's like, 
why would you just do all the vanilla if you have so many interesting ice creams out there? (laughs) I know. Well, so tell us what is pink? Like, because for some people, including Kristen, that word might be a little bit intimidating, but I'd love to hear like a range of what is considered pink. I mean, it's everything outside the box, pretty much. You know, that is striking certain fantasies that are outside the box. Could be anything from outfits. Some people like kinky outfits. They don't necessarily want to do anything kinky in the realm of sex toys and activities. They just want to dress differently. Yeah, dress differently, latex leather, you name it. Crazy shoes. Big mustaches. Yeah, that too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, hats and mustaches. Yeah. Well, what about, since this is, you know, mainly guys who are listening to this show, can you share with us some common kink fantasies from the women that you work with? Like, what are their typical fetishes and kinks and things that they're hoping to explore with the men in their lives, but maybe too afraid to talk about it? A lot of women like bondage. They like to have two guys. You know, they love to see two men together, which for most guys really awkward. Really? We have all these fantasies. We just, like most women, wouldn't talk about them loud because they won't, don't want to look too creepy or too sexual. Like women are usually scared to express their sexuality openly. Do you know why that is? Why are women so afraid? Just stay good girls. I think we still have this kind of a shame in us that's deeply rooted. And like, I don't have that, but a lot of women do. And yeah, I think that, that a lot of women would love to explore two guys, for example, but they don't want to ask their boyfriends. I mean, that's not on my list, but I can understand how it can be. But I have like in my head, I have a bunch of kinks that I would like to explore, but I'm the same. Like I talk about this, not sex all the time, but I'm very open with a lot of things. But in my own personal life, I'm not very exploratory, mainly because I'm like a team player kind of person. I like it if I'm talking a little bit about something and then the person that I'm talking to also has those similar feelings and then we can bring it out in each other. I'm not one to typically bring up those things first. Everything else I will bring up first, but when it comes to sex, I'm not the one to initiate that. Oh, wow. You see? So it's yeah. interesting because you're agreeing with what I'm trying to say. Like women do not want to initiate. And- yeah, I don't actually know where the shame comes from or the discomfort comes from. But I would love if you can give some guidance to the guys that we're talking to. Again, mainly single guys, but you know, some who are going to for sure, actually many who are listening to this, who will be in relationships. I would love for you to give some guidance to the guys that are listening about how to start talking about this with women so that it's not so intimidating. It's not so shameful. I would love to hear some of the advice that you have to provide around this area. I think just being really welcoming to these conversations. Okay. So for example, can we do... For example, like yeah. role play. Okay. So you say, hey, do you have any fantasies? Something you would like to try that we haven't done yet? Or do you have any fantasies about sexuality that you want to share with me? Like very open-minded, you can say anything you want. And with this question, you even invite this fantasy to happen because a lot of times I ask women what's their fantasy and they said, I don't have one. Exactly. So what if they get an answer like that back of I don't have one where... Okay, well, let's start thinking. Okay. You know, let's fantasize together. What, what would you like to do? And you can ask questions like, do you want to dress up some fun way with me? Or do you want to have sex in other places than we usually have? Is there anything that crosses your mind when we're driving through canyons or I don't know where, where you go? Like it depends on your environment or 
sex on the beach, you know, in Europe, you can do it here. Probably not. <laughs> so it depends. You're going for a vacation. Say, hey, do you have any fantasy you want to try out? Or are there any sex toys that you get turned on by and had it? And what if that completely shuts her down? What if she's like Kristen and is just like, ah, I don't want to talk about any of this. So I don't have any. I mean, it's not like he's suggesting that he has any. Right. Is it wrong for him to suggest that he has any? Like, is he yeah, allowed? Of course he can. Okay. I think that there is no such word as wrong. Right. So the thing is, is like you might talk to the woman and it opens her up completely. Yeah. But it also, she may be a little bit more rigid, like Kristen. Well, just tiptoe into the water. Like you don't want to just dump 10 questions on her at the same time. Okay. You ask one and you see the reaction. If she's cooperating and she's like, hmm, let me think about it. Maybe there is something. And she comes up with ideas. You see, she's like hooked. Okay. So unfortunately, many times when one party asks the question, the other party gets very insecure, says, are you bored with me? It could be men or women. So I suggest, guys, if women ask you questions, don't get insecure about them wanting to try things out because then you shut them down forever. Right. Don't get insecure around sex toys. I think sex toys are a great addition to the bedroom. I think it's amazing to use like vibrator and having sex in the same time. Totally. It's like doubling your pleasure. Do you ever find that men get insecure if a woman wants to introduce those things into the bedroom? Because that's what she's saying. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Many guys, they're insecure from vibrators and dildos. They're like, oh, I can't please you enough. Well, you can, but if I have a vibrator on my clit and your cock inside of me, I'm like, wow, like I'm it's hitting like a double all my spots. Yeah, it's like from inside and outside and it's completely different orgasm. And a lot of guys are trying to do it with their hands while they're having sex, like from behind, let's say, but it's never the same. Like you, no, guys and can it's, multitask it's, and it's difficult yeah. physically. Yeah. Like how, how are you going to do it? So why a woman can't just hold a vibrator on her clit and that's amazing. I mean... You can yeah. have like two different kinds of orgasms in the same time, which is the clitoral and G-spot or more spots inside. There's so many spots in there that are very orgasmic. I love that. So yeah, no, guys, please don't ever get jealous on about sex toys. Because well, I mean, what does it really mean when the woman's asking for this? She's just asking to explore new things yeah, to enhance the experience, not yeah. saying that something's wrong with the experience. It's not like she's like, I want to go out to dinner with my vibrator and I... You know, I want him to be my date to yeah. the movies. Or like texting with him. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> and okay. also guys need to understand that only like quarter of women, about 25% can come with inside. I think it's and, even less than that, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's about quarter. So it's really difficult. And then we are having sex, we can't come. And guys feel like, oh, why are you not coming with me? Because three out of four women cannot do it physically yeah. again. Yeah. And you know, maybe they could, but it's a very tricky thing to come with G-spot. It's like hidden somewhere there and some women have it right next to the opening of vagina. And when the penis goes deeper, then there's no way you can actually rub it. And then it's fascinating. I've done a lot of tantric sex and a lot of like yoni massages and women come better when they get monotone movement for about 27 to 30 minutes. What does that mean? What does monotone movement mean? Monotone means in the same speed and the same trust. Really? Yeah, that's how you get to this real like tantric orgasm that lasts for for minutes and you're like like squirting in orgasm, but not squirting like in porn. That's not really a pleasant orgasm for many women, but this is more just like this full body orgasm release that is incredible. 
And I learned all this in Thailand when I lived there because there is like an island that focuses on female pleasures. But show me a guy who could fuck you for 30 minutes with a similar trust and similar movement and not come and actually get you to come. So right. I'm not surprised women can't come because this is very difficult. Wait, what island is this? <laughs> That's the, is it Phuket? It's the Northwest part. No, Phuket is horrible. I'm just throwing out names. <laughs> seriously, I hate it. Please. Now, this is a Northwest part of Kopangan and I spent three months there and there are all these tantric schools and there are oh, all amazing. these people they teach, like the sex gurus, they live there. So it's really nice. And so wait, then how did you achieve that kind of orgasm? Like, what is it that's doing consistent movement? Well, it can be a penis if you hit the spot. And like the problem with like a lot of men, they try to go faster and harder. Yeah. And that's another thing I want to teach men. When a woman says, yeah, that's great. Don't change. Men somehow subconsciously go faster and harder. And that's not what we are saying. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because I find that I do that as well, like on a man. Like when they're really into it, I even tend to go faster and harder. It's just sort of like you're programmed for some reason, but you're really saying to just say the same. Do what, like just do what you're doing, but it's really, and also with these, like with the growing excitement, when you feel your partner is about to come, you're you're like, want to go faster and harder. But for me personally, oftentimes, like I experienced this kind of orgasm and I was very surprised. So I, for me, it would ruin it if someone just goes like crazy when I say, but as, again, like it requires a lot of training. It's possible. Totally. But you have to be patient to do that or with fingers, you know, like when my uh, Yoni massage therapist does it for me and she gets me these orgasms, she does it with her hand. So guys can do it too. It's amazing. Wait, tell me about this Yoni therapist. What does that mean? Therapy to your vagina? Yeah. yeah. Vagina yeah. therapy. Yeah. There is a to, vagina yeah. therapist that exists yeah. in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Yeah. That is it's amazing. hilarious. There's about 10 of them who are listening to this podcast right now. Um. So, <laughs> well, I'm in a way of vagina therapist because I teach men how to talk to women. So they're kind of like yeah. male vaginas. I'm doing moment. the same thing. Wait, tell me more about a vagina therapist because I feel like I need to go see one. So Yoni is basically vagina in the Eastern world. We call Yoni's vulva. So like in the Western world, it's called physical or pelvic physical therapy. And it's for women. They have a lot of pain. They experience like trauma and they have like tight muscles. They can't really enjoy sex. And it helps to just really release the pain and, and massage the muscles basically. But while you do it, they also find your spots and teach you like something about your vagina that you know actually where are these spots hidden. So some women have this G spot and and cervical spot and A spot. They're really deep inside. So they need certain penis to hit those spots so they can come. Some women have smaller vagina, which is normal. We all have different sizes. These spots are like right at the opening and then you, you can come more with like a different position. But it's good to know it because then you can send the guy to these positions and to these directions to come. And it's amazing. Yeah, I do it like very frequently, actually. I enjoy it a lot. It's like two, three hour situation. Yeah, that's how I know that I can come from inside, but it takes a while and patience. And this therapist I work with, she taught me about all of this. And as I said, in Thailand, I've done a lot of this. The only massages is very common there for women. We hold so much tension as women down there in the muscles and then we are like tired and then we have pain. A lot of women have so much pain while they're having sex and it's almost cluttered, like it's just tight, like your back. So it's a woman giving you an orgasm, basically. It depends. I was with both, like I tried male and female therapists. 
Is there any sort of sexual tension where you're like, I'm into them because they made me feel so good? The guy doesn't even get hard. So interesting. I've never heard of that before. That's really interesting. You want to pick a therapist you're not sexually into because then, you know, right. it that's will confusing. be difficult. <laughs> yeah. but it almost seems like it would be difficult too at the same time if you're not sexually into them. Do you know what I mean? Well, you're not having a sexual act. You're basically a good you have massage. That's how you need to understand this. Right. Back right. massage. The same thing. It's a part of our bodies. Like we're sexualizing it so much. Now, do you see any progress with something like that with people who are, say, on antidepressants or medication that takes away the ability to orgasm or feel any sort of sensation in their genital area? That's a good question. I really don't think so, because once you are taking those pills, you're like just numb. Yeah. Like you can't feel. So, right. So, no matter what, for women, they have pain, you know, like they're tight. Yeah, that's what it does. But that's actually a good thing to bring up for guys to be aware of, because I think that a lot of men understand that when, you know, if they're taking medication, it can affect their sex drive. But it's the same Mm. thing for women, for women, 100%. So how can a woman who is like for guys, if they're dating somebody who is taking antidepressant or some other medication, how can they still provide pleasure to her? Is there a way to provide pleasure to her? I mean, what I spoke to people, they took antidepressants, they feel pleasure. It's nice to play around they just can't reach orgasm but i mean you're relaxed when someone is rubbing you and you know like you just can't come so i know people sometimes would buy like jackhammers to <laughs> hitachi <laughs> i call it a jackhammer like the hitachi thing or like yeah they're even more intense machines for like massage they're like crazy and they yeah. would masturbate with that or come with that but i mean okay. the sex still feels good if you're a woman, for guys, it's worse because they don't get hard often from this. Right. Mm. But Kristen, what were you going to say? I'm on so much medication that I would need an actual jackhammer to feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> like even pain. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a whole different level. Right. Yeah. For sure. I love all this information. I hope this is eye-opening for guys because I, I think that the biggest thing for a lot of guys in terms of kink is really exactly what we touched on in the beginning of the episode, which was how to express your own desires and then how to also pull that out of the woman that you're seeing. And I love everything that you said about you can't sort of be knocked down if she has certain fantasies and comes to you and vice versa. You can't really be upset if she's closed off or uncomfortable. Maybe you just have to switch up the conversation so that you're going into it with baby steps so that she can be more comfortable. And then ultimately you have to decide whether or not this is somebody that you want to be with, right? If they're not able to explore an area that's really important to you. Yeah, I agree. If it's very important to you, then of course it's probably not someone for you or there are so many other things that that are great about the person that you can pass on this one. It's always like you have to see what works for you. Yeah. But also what I suggest is like a lot of guys have threesome fantasy with other women and it's really bothering me because like a lot of men just expect that women will do it for them because it's like easier for us. And I don't think that's the case. And also like, I think that guys should respect the boundaries of women. Well, can you talk a little bit more about that? Like talk about why some women would have issue with that. With another woman, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. 
you know, like not everyone feels comfortable with a man to bring another woman to the bedroom and just share your boyfriend. I mean, it's like... I don't, and I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Same here. And and also, like, a lot of guys expect that women are bisexual from nature, which is also not true. Like, a lot of women are flexible to try, but is it their thing, or are they just being nice to the guys? So how would a guy make sure that the girl's actually okay? So I've been watching the show Euphoria right now. I don't know if anybody's watching it. It's on HBO. But it's all about teenagers, but like a couple of the storylines are about younger girls who watch porn and then try to replicate to make the guy happy in their life. And you can see on their face when they're having this like rough style porn sex, they're miserable. They're crying secretly. So a lot of women and girls will do things because they think it makes the guy happy when really it's just breaking connection, breaking trust, breaking like everything. It's just a negative thing. It might be a fun sexual experience for the guy, but long-term it's going to have horrible effects on your relationship. On the women. Yeah. yeah. But also like we get traumatized for that. And, we, for and sure. a lot of women, we went through that. I mean, me including when I was younger. And the question is only why do we feel like we need to make guys happy? Like, why do we feel we need to do this? Like, shouldn't we just be happy because we are together, we are enjoying our time? So for the guys who are listening, like, how can they help provide that safety to ensure that she's okay? Just don't be pushy. Don't be pushy. It's simple. If if woman says, I'm not into threesome with another woman, take it as it is. Don't try to convince her that she is or try to push her to do it. Because that's the worst. And then a woman gets scared and she wants to do it. And oftentimes they're traumatized. And as you said, like it ruins the relationship. You don't want your girlfriend to hate you because you're pushing her to do something she doesn't like. Right. How could a guy explain this fantasy in a way that doesn't hurt this woman? Like, because for some guy, maybe for him to see the girl that he's really into being touched by another woman is the biggest turn on ever. So is there a way to explain this? Just be direct with that, you know. I mean, there's no way around it. If you want to see your girlfriend playing with other woman, you need to say it and see how she reacts. But there is like a potential that the woman gets insecure about it, which is understandable. And then the question is, who is going to find this girl? Like, is the guy going to be hunting these girls, which I would not feel comfortable with? Or is he going to, maybe he can say, hey, when you ever see a woman you feel sexy with, let me know, maybe we can invite her. I mean, good luck with that because it's not easy to, <laughs> to find, but, you know, just no pressure. I think like we shouldn't pressure each other into things. The same way, like imagine that you come and say, hey, I want your friend John is really hot. Can you ask him to fuck me? I mean, how is he going to feel? Right. <laughs> Are there some guys that like it? Uh... <laughs> right. Basically just like leave a third person off the table unless both of you kind of express yeah, interest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. But it's with everything. Look, it's with like the kink as well. Like you're not going to push your boyfriend. Oh, I like to penetrate you. Can I do it? You know, it's like, sure, if he likes to do it. If he doesn't, I wouldn't push him to do it. So I think like it's all about understanding and harmony and like being direct with each other, not playing any games, being kind, but direct. I like what you said in the beginning of just saying like, I wanted to talk about our fantasies. Do you, do you have any fantasies? And if she says, oh no, I don't really have any say, well, let's think about it. Let's talk about. Yeah. I think it's like a prevention, you know, if you, you don't want to gain weight, you try to be on diet and not eat crappy food and go to the gym. So if you want to have fun relationship, you should think about stuff that makes it more fun. Even if it's at the beginning, 
I think it's always good to refresh things and have like some fun stories to talk about later on and just don't like take things for granted because it can get really stale and then it's really hard to rekindle once you see someone next to you all the time and it's like stalemate relationship it's not that easy to rekindle it to be honest with you yeah once you let it go i agree with that so i think the fantasies and kings that's why i love it it just really makes things more refreshing i also tell guys like or women as well. It's fun to talk about those things. You don't have to necessarily do it, but imagine you're having sex with someone and you're dirty talking about your fantasies. And 99% of time, this will never happen. But like when you talk about them, you're like living in that moment almost and you're really turned on by the imagination. And it's really fun to share it with someone. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite casino games from Vegas and even poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty, and you'll find out all about it. So now that we're heading out of cuffing season, which is that season where Women want the guy to keep them warm at night so they're a little bit more easygoing or flexible on who they'll date. You're going to need to step up your game. And part of stepping up your game is stepping up your banter game. So many times guys lose out on girls because they don't know how to be fun, witty, engaging, clever, while also being down to earth and creating a real connection. So if you don't want to lose out on the chick because you don't know how to communicate and you're just boring and flat, then take a couple banter sessions with me. I promise you, your dates will go through the roof. Not just because you're throwing them up there because you're so muscular, but the actual number count is going to go up, I promise. So go to kristenandchill.com, scroll down, click banter, and choose your package to get those banter skills in shape where this summer, it's gonna be a lot easier for you to get the girl. And if you email me at kristenandchill.com, I may even send you a discount code so you can get these world-class skills at a discounted price. That's kristenandchill.com. 
Well, I was going to take it slightly away from kink and go like a lower level or just like not lower level as in dirtier or something, but an easier level. I think a lot of people don't know how to talk dirty or they don't know what to say during sex. Oh yeah, good. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you start getting comfortable talking dirty or knowing what to say during sex, it'll be easier to transition into the kink because it's not like jumping from one to 100. You're working your way from one to 25 to 50 to 75 to 100, which is the kink. So I would love to know what you recommend for what you say in the bedroom, because you can only say the same thing so many times over and over before it feels stale or boring, like the typical, like, oh, you know, F me, or, you know, you feel so good, or, you know, what beyond no, 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 those that's typical, boring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you say? Yeah, that is standard stuff. Well, it's based on the fantasy. So let's say you ask someone, what's your fantasy? And then the, your girlfriend tells you, I would love to fuck you in the car, like, I don't know, on the way there, or I would like to, like, invite this girl into the bedroom, or I would love to, I would like you to lick me in the office. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. But then when she says that, while you're having sex with her, the guy can say, "Mm, and now imagine I come to your office tomorrow and you have like lunch break and I walk in and I lock the door and I go under the table and I start licking you, right? So that would be already like really fun fantasy. Right. So it's not just one word phrases. It's almost creating an image. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rather yeah. than just the same words over and over, the same yeah. three words. Yeah, yeah. Or if you watch the sexy movie together and you can like start like, mm, did you like how the guy fucked the girl? Like, did you did you like the way he did it to her? Like, mm, do you want me to do it to you too? Or it's like, would you like to be like in her situation? Something like that, that they are actually creating. Yeah. Because then our brain, our brain can distinguish between reality and fantasy. So that's why we can really like hypnotize ourselves to disease and to negativity or positivity. So when you talk about this, and that's based on neuroscience research, by the way. So if you talk about these things in detail and very real, you are actually having the feelings like you would be experiencing this. And our body can experience stuff the same way as if we would be doing it. So sometimes it's really enough to have like five to 10 minutes fantasy talk while you're having sex and your orgasm just gets much more intense and you are kind of experiencing it. So that's a good start. Sometimes it's even better to even like do it in real life. <laughs> right. Especially like when it comes to the threesome fantasies, like you might not want your boyfriend to bring another girl to the bedroom, but you can talk about the girl. You can say, oh, you saw this little slut in the store. She looks so slutty. Mm, would you like her to be with us now? What would you do to her? And let him talk. And then you say, mm, okay. And also some things might be a little bit jealous. You can get a little jealous about it, but it's okay. Just like move on. Don't go too crazy about it. And the same for guys. If the girl so a hot guy, you can ask, mm, would you like the beach boy to come and like massage you or like, you know, and it's fun. It's refreshing. It's like the safest way actually to have yeah, that three. Exactly. I actually love that. Because I, I will say, I remember when I, you know, when I was younger, I did not like dirty talk. And I think it was because I didn't know how to do it back and I had never really heard it before. So it threw me off when I would be with somebody who was so verbal. And it wasn't like a storyline like you're talking about. It would be like, oh, that's so good. Or like your pussy's so wet. Or like all these things where I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm cringing oh. on the inside. <laughs> I don't like it. It was too much. It's boring. It's like no fantasy, like no creativity behind it. It's just like watching a cheap porn. 
Well, this is it's so funny. Like everything crosses over. Like, because Kristen talks about this all the time with banter. And I talk about this all the time with my coaching for guys. It's about giving a woman a roller coaster experience of emotion. She has to feel you. It can't just be data points. And that's a difficult thing for men because that's the way that they communicate with each other. Someone. You're wet. <laughs> I like your pussy. My cock is hard. Like those are things that they say. But for us. Some men, yeah. Yeah, some men. Yeah, but not the guys who are listening to this podcast. But I remember, I've talked about this before. When I was 14 or 15, my camp counselor, so I was at sleepaway camp, and she had like a, I think it was Forum Magazine or something, but which was just erotic stories that I loved reading. And for, I stole it from her and I would just read them because I just loved the storylines so much. Not like the actual just visuals of a penis and a vagina or whatever it was. Like I liked the storylines and that stayed with me forever. But now when, like I'm having sex with my husband, he's in the other room right now, but like when he is more vocal, now he actually does do things in a more storyline-ish way. And it turns me on so much, so much more. It like increases my orgasm, I would say by like five times. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and what wonderful. exactly guys need to do to give women a great orgasm. So again, like say, you know, what would you do to the girl? You don't want to just say, I would like spread her legs and lick her and like her pussy is so nice and juicy. No, but like ah, I would take the rope and I would bondage her and then like someone would come and watch us. And there has to be like this yeah, storyline. Sorry. Or whatever you name it, like I sweatshots. <laughs> Person's like, no, I don't want that. No, I'm <laughs> no. so open to this. Oh, I love, see, even Kristen's open to this. (laughs) I love it. So where would you tell guys to go to, to learn and like see an example of like a storyline that women would like? So I don't think it was for a magazine. I forget the magazine that I read so long ago. I don't know, sweetie. I really don't don't know. know. Oh gosh. Well, put it into your repertoire of things because that's... I have to tell you directly that, I mean, the book I wrote is more about casual sex and how to enjoy sex, but I don't really know who writes like... As you said, like guys are not reading erotic literature, but it's enough to buy just an erotic book and read a couple of chapters and you get the wording there, you know. Yeah, or <laughs> you buy one of Leah's books and learn to do yeah. this exactly. So it's called Hook Up Without Heartbreak, which is available. Yes, Hook Up Without Heartbreak. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so actually, that's been available for a very long time, right? So it's available so, now? Six months now, yes. Okay, wonderful. And then where can they get a copy of that book, Hook Up Without Heartbreak? Amazon. Simple, Amazon, yeah. Okay, so guys, go get a copy of this book. You are going to love it. And Kristen, go find a vagina therapist. It sounds right up your alley. I think you would love it. I'm Googling it now as we speak. I have a regular therapist. I have a grief therapist. I have a psychiatrist. Yeah, your vagina needs a therapist too. And now I can have a vagina therapist. And it just will complete, it's like the trifecta of my therapist. So it might be the only therapist you end up needing after all this. Right, right. But it would be hilarious if I showed up at my regular therapist and was like, I'm ready. And I just take off my pants. And they're like, no, 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 we're not the vagina therapist. (laughs) We're the the other one. This is the wrong (laughs) therapy session. Like, shoot. It's called Yoni Massage. That's how you find them. Yeah, Yoni. I love it. Y-O-N-I, yes. I love it. Okay, I know you have to go now, so we're going to sign off. But thank you so much for coming on. And guys, go on to Amazon and look up Hook Up Without Heartbreak 
by Leah. Say your last name again. I think it's Holmgren. Holmgren. Perfect. (laughs) You are so wonderful. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show and share this information with all the men that you know, especially this episode, because this is something that men need to know. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us for over seven years. We will see you next week. 